Heyo everybody, Cameron Williams here with GPS, and I'm here yet again with PB, as it's I like good, to call It's good to be him. here, yeah. Preacher Brian. Or Silent P, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, man. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, how's your week been, man? It's been been pretty good. Uh, nothing nothing too too big. Just kind of just grind along another week. Just live another day in quarantine ish, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I was out of town uh, last weekend, so I wasn't able to help out with the live stream. But I still saw it. I got to be on the receiving end of that, so that was really awesome. Cool. So, so even being out of town, you can still see your uh, your favorite preacher on the, on the big screen. <laughs> I'm somebody's favorite preacher. That's good to know. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, without further ado, let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. All right, Brian. So, uh, could you give us a quick synopsis of last week's lesson? Yeah, so we've been doing a series called Love Is and just trying to define what Christian love looks like. And very simply, I would just say that last week is love is service, that Jesus tries to remind his disciples in Mark chapter uh, 9 and us um, that we need to be about serving. And let's not talk about who gets the certain seats of power. We need to have a servant heart and we need to continue to pursue that with with our lives and um, I think it's hard though to actually have that heart consistently and to say I'm going to serve and and understand that I need to give myself away and that's what Jesus I think consistently needs to call us back to because you look at the story and James and John just are arguing about you know well what seed of power they want to have and they go to talk to Jesus about it. And Jesus just says, this is not what I'm about at all. And reminds them that the, he's going to give himself up. I and mean, then the son of man will be a ransom for many. And he says, that's what we're doing here. And I think we can fail to, to do that in our lives that service ultimately makes our lives better, but it's hard for us sometimes to consistently have that attitude. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's not the thing at the forefront of your mind when you're like, hey, like, what do I want to do to have, like, a good time? Like, oh, I know, I'm going to go to a homeless shelter and serve, you know, my my fellow community people. And and so you you tend to kind of put it on the back burner sometimes, especially if you're not religious or not, you know, you, you tend to be like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I serve the people in my day-to-day. Um but yeah, Jesus Jesus even calls out his disciples uh, like multiple times. This is like you still don't get it, guys. Yeah. Like you said, you still don't get it. We've been studying the Gospel of Mark in our Wednesday night Bible class and uh, what I think is is really been apparent to me reading through Mark again is just how many times Jesus just says, "No, this is this is not who you're called to be." And he consistently just says, "No, let's let's move back." in this direction, this is who you are. And the disciples just don't get it. And I think that's just really important for us as sometimes we think like, oh, if I would have been there, I would have figured it out. Or but no, Jesus was there and was constantly misunderstood. And for those of us who don't have a physical Jesus standing next to us, we have God's spirit and presence, but we don't necessarily adhere to that all the time. But when we don't have a physical, we need that constant reminder. This is who you're called to be. And like, no, I'm, I'm going to die. This is what I'm doing. And he just says it over and over and over and over again. And 
we still need a fresh reminder of that every single day. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting who, who you said uh, quoted this, but, um, but most of the time the problem with church nowadays or, or the problems that you find can come back to one core fundamental, which is trying to find out who's in charge. How can mm-hmm. that get in the way of... Yeah, it was a, a church consultant that I had I'm in graduate school, and yeah, he just said that, that that was the argument in every church he's ever been a part of, and he's consulted with very large churches, smaller churches, churches of all sizes, and every argument he ever saw was, who's the boss? That's what it's coming down boss, to. Right. And yeah, I, and I, I think that that is something that's that's hard for all of us as we think about who we're called to be and how we can let our own ego get in the way and let our own vision of the world get in the way. And I, I've seen that play out so many times I mean, in church life where it's like people are like, well, you're not doing things exactly as I think they should be. And it's like, okay, I, I, we aren't, but let's let your view come and, and shape what we're doing. And it's, But I just think people aren't really willing to be part of that. I think that in, in today's world, we want results so quickly. We just want to be able to like wave a wand and like, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. the world that we think should be, will be as it is in the church, like right now, but and it's, it's just takes time. It takes effort. And it's, I think sometimes really frustrating work, but stuff that's, I think worth giving your life to. And I know personally I've experienced in, in church, good things, but also hard stuff as well yeah. that has helped me to grow and stuff that I needed. So, yeah, especially being in like in more of a leadership role, you would you would definitely know like that side um, of it. Uh, I, you know, like as a, as a church participant and as coming to church, I feel like that's definitely not on the forefront of your mind is thinking like, oh, well, this is an underlining problem that kind of always happens is like, who's in charge? Even though that's, you know, at the meetings and, you know, all the stuff when you come to to try to make the church a better place, you're like, oh, we need to have a church meeting. You're you're like, well, who's in charge of this? It's yeah. like, we're always pointing to like, oh, well, who's in charge? But we're not never thinking about that, you know, like when we're sitting down and, and worshiping. And that's something we need to like acknowledge and realize that that's what we have an issue with really is, is trying to put a certain person in power or even trying to put ourselves in power Yeah. when ultimately it's Jesus. That's the, the head of the table. And even his example is be a, I'm, I'm here to serve you. Yeah. Uh, he said he came down to serve and that likewise we should be servants. Can you talk a little more about, yeah, how he, yeah. And I, I think that that's really important. And I uh, talked on Sunday about how I think the, thing that we really need to watch ourselves on in when it comes to this is are are we serving in love then are we serving as Christ would call us to because at times the gifts that we bring to the table are different than other people's and so we can look around and think oh that person isn't good at it. and we can name things about somebody or like oh they, I can't believe that that person has that blind spot and we can then be serving out of perhaps like grit or obligation uh, instead of I'm just serving in love. Like I, I'm serving in such a way that I don't really concern myself with like the results or how this might look for me in the immediate future. I'm just giving of myself and 
I understand that the results might not be exactly as I would want them to be, but I choose to consistently uh, be part of this because I think that that is truly what changes the world, consistent, selfless love. Mm -hmm. You can force somebody to do something using your power, using money or whatever. You can, you know, make somebody submit to you, but to actually change them and then positively change the world. I think it takes consistent selfless love and a willingness to continue to, to serve in humility just as Christ did and not fall into all the little arguments that we can fall into and the little personal ways that we can have that happen. Yeah. 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 You, you talked about how we can really get focused in on, kind of like our abilities or our talents and what we can contribute and and when we're contributing more when we're contributing you know maybe maybe not more but uh when we're contributing and we don't see people contributing we yeah. can kind of be like hey like that's not that's not cool like they should contribute too and that um, doesn't mean that it's sometimes yeah. you need to have a conversation and maybe say hey you know it doesn't seem like you're very passionate about this or you're not putting the same that doesn't mean that you don't sometimes have a conversation with somebody but what i think is really toxic is somebody focusing on their own gift mm-hmm. and just being so caught up in the way that they're seeing things and then looking around and, you know, pointing fingers and saying, Oh, that, that person isn't doing anything that group, without this or without me, this wouldn't be in a good place. And that's just really toxic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really does seem like when you focus on yourself and, and a lot of like what you can do, you you end up almost growing a like a pretentiousness towards other people like you all like you already think like oh they're gonna do this or they're gonna do that how do you feel we can become a more or a less pretentious church i think it's by just really adopting this mindset and i think it's it's on all of us to to do that more and really allow the vision of christ for the world to be the way that we see things that we don't think about our own selfishness or our own desires. We ultimately say, yes, I have some, some visions and some passions that I want to see executed, but it's in the service of Christ like that. That is what ultimately I'm, I'm about. And letting that be the center instead of the things. And that's why I think reading the gospel of Mark has been so refreshing to me. It just, again, recently just, this this is who we're called to be and then it's like we get off track and it's like this is who we're called to be then we get off track and it's like no this is it's this this returning over and over and over again to sit at the feet of jesus have sometimes jesus put his arm around you and just say this isn't who you're called to be this is i, I don't understand why you're getting so caught up in these emotions like, this isn't this isn't who i'm called you to be yeah reflecting on your motivation because I think sometimes we can we can say, well, I'm doing this because, you know, it's for this or it's for this. And we have maybe even a surface level like version of why we're doing things. So so maybe digging a bit deeper and, and looking and saying, well, I do this for God. It's like, well, why do you do it for God is because, well, he's given me this or, or he's done this. It's like maybe go a little deeper and really find because I think it's um, I, I've heard uh, someone say Alvin, I think it was, he was yeah. one of my guests. He says, whenever there's a problem in the church, it's a love problem. And I, I couldn't agree more. It's, yeah. well, whereas, because if your motivation is, well, like, I can do it, so I'm just going to do it, then 
is probably going to be easier for you to get you know ticked off when someone else is not doing what they're they said they're going to do or when Definitely. someone else is not doing as much as quote unquote you're doing um because i feel like there's a lot of things we don't see going on as yeah. well in people's lives it's like and they're they're doing their part and they're doing their bit so so yeah just find your own motivation yeah and i just, sure. just see see people in grace and then yes, have the, have yeah. the grace to really have the conversation sometimes and say i i, I don't really see whatever it is that's missing i don't see that in you anymore what, what what's going on yeah yeah have have that like that difficult conversation with someone if you definitely need to for sure yeah so so what would you say is the big idea for today then? i think that if we want to see positive change in our world and uh, in ourselves just very simply i think the question is are you serving in love then are you mm-hmm. are you are you using your gifts to to serve the world in love yeah absolutely and what uh what's an interaction you had last week that really touched your heart it was uh powerful to just be be together for worship on sunday and uh, darlene uh, from our church came and and did communion for us and just every time that i so I hadn't I hadn't seen Darlene in uh, seven six or seven months. You know, it's wow, been yeah. I just because yeah. of all the time. It's just so powerful to recognize the the strength of of community that that we we have, and and I hope those who are listening that you have a community as well. Just when you see somebody who you haven't seen for that long, who you were seeing regularly, and then they're just there. It's like it kind of takes your breath away almost, mm-hmm. and it was just really powerful to to see her and then to remember because the other people who are involved in the live stream I generally see for the most part. So when I see somebody who I haven't in a long time, it's just really powerful. Well, thank you, Darlene. You really inspired Brian this yeah, week. Yeah, she did. She Amazing. did. It's, it's funny. We, we sometimes don't think of like how much just showing up or just being, you know, there. Like even yeah. even if, you know, you feel like you're not doing 100% or, or even 50%, it's like just coming and doing your 20% sometimes can really inspire someone. And that's, and, and that's something we don't normally think makes about. makes a so huge again. difference, that's for sure. So, well, thank you again so much, Brian, for being on this show. Always, always fun to do this, man. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.